Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. like to boogie on this show, but I like that boogie, and uh, maybe we should do the blasters because, for this segment, because Ooh, it's, I like that. it's Broncos Blast. I like that. The featuring Ian St. Clair. You can follow him at Ian St. Clair and at Mile High Report, and it is a big day because it is cut down day, and the blast today is blasted to you by Framed Art, 3065, South Broadway, personal and sports memorabilia, all the way to museum quality. Fine Art, award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver. Framed Art, 3065 South. It's where the Broncos, all the local teams. Lately, uh, Brian Hart at Framed Art, been doing multiple pieces for the governor's office, the mayor's office. I mean, everybody goes to Framed Art. Gold medalists, Missy Franklin and Amy Van Dyken, do that there. And also brought to you by... Stoney's Bar and Grill. The best time of year to be a sports fan. Baseball races are heating up. The foot- And football, of course, is back. You can catch all the game action at Stoney's Bar and Grill, 11th and Lincoln in the heart of downtown. And Stoney's Uptown, where I'll be after the game today. 10, 1035 17th Street, just west of Park Avenue. Combined 88 big screen TVs will show you every game. Stoney's Uptown, now the home for Nebraska Cornhusker fans every game day. I'm already wearing my red, getting ready for next week. <laughs> Pre-game, post-game, every game is on at Stoney's Bar and Grill and Stoney's Uptown. Check them out. Yeah, I'm trying not to look at your red. It's no, you very difficult in a small studio. Wait till next week. In, le- in just a little more time than it takes to uh, play a football game, Ian St. Clair, we will have the final 53 roster for the Denver Broncos. Works for me. Works for me. Do we have Ian? Hello, Ian. You there? 
I, I think he got caught. Uh, for whatever reason, that you, I can't hear you guys. This is really? the second week okay. in a row where the sound has okay. gone completely down when you guys have been leading into me. Oh, wow. Well, um, we said in a little bit more than the time it takes to play a football game, the Broncos will have their final roster. Could you hear that? Yes. Okay. We we know come 2 p.m. today that the at least the cuts will be made and then the Broncos can start putting in their waiver claims to guys that they may want to add to the roster to fill in some of those spots. Michael, Michael's of the opinion that the backup quarterback is somebody who's not on this roster right now. That they're going to go out and get somebody off the waiver wire. What do you think about that? I think it would depend on who's there. I, I think they will definitely look at that, but I, I'm in agreement with that. I think depending on the veteran who might get released will obviously determine whether or not they, they add a veteran. But I, I think definitely that they will wait and see what happens because I, I don't think that they can roll with either Brett Rippon or Kevin Hogan at this point if Joe Flacco gets hurt, right. which hopefully doesn't happen. But, yeah, I, I don't think that the backup quarterback is on the Broncos roster at this point. Yeah, and, and they may have to wait till after week one so they don't guarantee a contract for a guy for the whole season who may not actually work out. Um, offensive line remains a concern. Ron Leary and his sore knee. Um, guy that we talked about and disagreed about, I think, on this show, got cut. And that is Barkley, who I did not see as an answer uh, for the offensive line. But it looks like the experts um, were kind of surprised by that move. I, I think it's just because they're lacking veteran guys at depth. But I think that's where Elijah Wilkinson comes in since he's he's able to play basically every position along the line. He hasn't been at center yet, but he's been at guard. He's been at tackle. So he's one of those versatile guys that you need in terms of depth on the offensive line. And I think that's the biggest question right now is just whether or not they have the depth if something were to happen to Ron Leary or Jawan James, because especially in Leary's case, he hasn't been able to stay stay healthy during his time in Denver. And I think that's going to be the biggest question mark, along with whether or not Garrett Bowles is going to be able to take that next step as what the Broncos hope and, and everyone hopes, and that he's the franchise left tackle. So I think those two things right now, in terms of the offense, are the biggest question marks for this team heading into the Monday night opener against Oakland. And they need help on the waiver wire for that, for sure, once they make their cut down. Do we have any way of knowing if Ron Leary will even play the first game? I, as I said last week, I think they've just they've, they've treated him with kid gloves throughout the entire training camp, preseason, and the games. I think he will play. I think that's where they're they're leaning right now. If he if he's not, I would look at potentially keeping Elijah Wilkinson. He'll probably he'll probably play right guard if Leary's not able to go. But I think Leary will be able to go at that Monday night opener. I haven't heard anything. Specifically to say he he won't play, but I think that's where they're they're leaning right now. As we are about what nine days before the the Monday night game in, yep. in Oakland Coliseum. And there's some interesting names on, and we were talking about this earlier on the IR bubble. I mean, guys, could will they go on IR? Will they not? Larry being one of them, Drew Locke being one of them, Janovich being one of them. What do you how, who do you think is going to be the guys that are placed on IR and with the ability to be brought back? There's just two spots for that. 
I think one of them is obviously Theo Riddick, and I think John Elway hinted at that when he did his interview with Steve Levy and Brian Greasy in the booth. So Theo Riddick is, is one is going to take up one of those spots. The next one is going to be very interesting. Is it going to be Andy Janovich? Because then what does that mean for George Aston? Are you going to keep his roster spot and then try to put Aston on the practice squad when Janovich comes back? Or do you go with Drew Locke? Mm-hmm. I, I think the one guy that you're not going to see put on IR is Jake Butt. I don't think really? he is going. I, I don't think he's worthy of being put on IR. You think they'll cut him off? I, I, I think they'll cut him because I. It's unfortunate he's battled through all of this stuff, and I, I know he said on a social media posting that he's had this procedure before after an ACL tear. But that was not after the third ACL tear. Yep. So I, I just he can't stay on the field, and it's no fault of his own. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah. And I don't think that you can take an IR spot from someone who's actually going to be able to get on the field. And Jake Butt hasn't shown that he can get on the field. So I think Theo Riddick is one of them. And I think the other IR designated to return spot will probably either be Drew Locke or – Andy Janovich, if if I had to guess at this point. Interesting. And you think maybe, would Jake Butt be a candidate to go on the practice squad if they just cut him and brought him back and put him on the practice squad? Uh, he could be. And I depended, and because of his injury history, I I don't think that he would be picked up on waivers. Right, um, exactly. Right. He's the most so likely to clear. If he if he's able to, to get on to the practice, and I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, he's in his, what, second or third year, so he still should have practice squad eligibility. Right. So that might be an option, too, for Elway and Fangio when they look at the, the practice squad and the makeup of the roster. So they will carry Todd Davis, Joe Jones, uh, I assume, on the 53 and not put them on IR at all based on your, your surmising here. When you, look at, when you look at this lineup and you look at this roster, uh, where are they strong? Where, where, uh, where are they uh, besides the offensive line? Because if Wilkinson starts, they have no depth on the offensive line. Where, you know, where, where are they besides the offensive line? Where are they lacking? Where are they strong? I think defense has shown that, I mean, the biggest question mark in terms of the defense heading into training camp and the preseason was the secondary. The secondary has proven that it, they yes. not only have depth, but they have guys who are able to can come in and contribute as depth players. So I think, and especially with the addition of Duke Dawson from the Patriots on Friday, that's going to add even more depth to the secondary, and it's going to allow Chris Harris Jr. to be a little more flexible with Fangio and Donatello's system. But I think middle linebacker is probably the, the biggest question mark in terms of depth, in terms of, and then in terms of what their production from the guys that they have on the roster I think defensive line is is deep. I think edge, they found another undrafted guy in Malik Reed who has made his way up and will potentially fill the spot left by Shaquille Barrett and Shane Ray. So I think defensively it's middle linebacker. And in terms of Todd Davis, just, uh, Jesse Palmer from NFL Network tweeted that he was told by Todd Davis that he's going to be good to go on Monday. So if that's the case, That'll be a huge boost for this defense. You don't know how effective he'll be, given that he's been out since the first day of of practice and and training camp. But that would be be big for the defense. Offensively, I mean, it it is offensive line. I think that's 
that, that to me that's the only question mark in terms of the offense at this point. Yeah, yeah, I think they need depth there. Well, Ian, we'll uh, be watching you watching the waiver wire and all the cutdowns that are about to be announced. We assume while we're probably many of them while we're still on the air. Uh, th- thank you very much, and we'll be reading you and the rest of Mile High Report tracking all of this. Thanks, guys. See you, Ian. All right, thank you, Ian. Ian Sinclair, coming up next, we got the the Ram side of the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Ram Roundup, Kelly Lyle, who, uh, like Chuck, unlike Chuck Berry, will take yes, the call, we right. were told. Yeah. Uh, even though he's, he, he probably, like kids, didn't get out of the press box and then drive to Fort Collins. Oh, yeah, he, I mean, he probably didn't get fumes. to bed till 5 this morning. We'll break down the Rams' performance in the Rocky Mountain Showdown right after this.